You're listening to a Dallas Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Dallas sports experience. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Rangers Nation's podcast on Dallas Sports Nation. Dallas Sports Nation, it's DallasSportsNation.com. If you haven't found us yet, we are Dallas Sports Nation. We do cover all the DFW sports. We cover the Cowboys, who just got knocked out of the playoffs. The Mavericks, Luka Doncic, he's something else. FC Dallas with their new coach. The Dallas Stars, trying to get into the playoffs. And, of course, we cover the Texas Rangers. I am the recliner nerd, your host. And I am the Texas Ranger blogger for Dallas Sports Nation. And I had, this is sort of a special edition of Dallas Sports Nation. Uh, had not planned on doing one quite so soon. We are the off season. These are going to be way more frequent when spring training hits. During the season, I plan on at least doing two a week, maybe three or four, depending on the time and what we're doing. But uh, hadn't planned on doing one quite yet. But uh, I wrote an article um, for Dallas Sports Nation about Kyler Murray and how the Oakland A's should sue him. Uh and I'll get into what that premise was and what I was talking about. I got a lot of feedback on that, a lot of people that I, I figured I would get some backlash. So I wanted to, to talk about that tonight and tell you that I think Kyler Murray, what Kyler Murray has done here, he has screwed the dual sport athlete is basically what Kyler Murray has done. Uh, baseball usually learns lessons and they and they adjust to it. But let's first of all, let's get into where this, this problem really starts, and it really starts with baseball. If you want to know the truth, the, the real – the real person that screwed, well, there's two people. First of all, you can't blame, and, and I want people to understand. I think they think that I just don't like Kyler Murray. Um, that's not the case, and I understand using leverage and trying to use leverage. I, people do that in business. I do it in business. What I am, I'm a guy that believes that a contract is a contract. Once you sign it, you need to honor that contract. I also totally understand that things can change in certain circumstances of contracts, but I I just assumed that there was no way that Billy Bean was going to waste a number nine pick in the first round of an MLB draft with a kid that wanted to play quarterback for the University of Oklahoma and sign the kid and not have some sort of assurances from the kid that was saying, hey, look, baseball's my priority. I want to play for the University of Oklahoma. Baseball's my priority. If you want to do this deal, sign me. I'm ready to go, and let's do this. Now, the, the lot of there's a lot of controversy over the over the collective bargaining agreement what's been done I mean all throughout baseball there have been big market teams and small market teams and baseball has tried forever to help sort of even it out and give some of the smaller market teams a chance and so they've kind of created this mess when they're uh, the last CBA when they they put into the 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 first ten rounds every every spot in the first ten rounds has slot they have they have uh, suggested slot money for each one. They give you a certain amount if you're they they add up where you're picking in the draft, and then they give you according to that a certain amount of money and say this is how much money you have to spend in the first ten rounds. And then after the first ten rounds, everybody else basically you've got uh, I think you cap them at about a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm not don't quote me on that. I think that's the deal. But ten rounds you've got a certain amount of money. Well. They did this because there were a lot of people, there were a lot of small market teams that when, when, the, when they were in the top of the draft, if the Royals were having a bad year, or Tampa Bay, or the Oakland, Oakland A's, Billy Bean, that when they were maybe, had had the worst season, and they were the number one overall pick, they really couldn't look at picking the number one overall talent because 
there were no caps on signing bonuses and these signing bonuses were going up and up and up and somebody that had any kind of leverage, you know, they, they couldn't. So, so they ended up taking people they thought were signable. And then, you know, the big teams like the Yankees and the, the Red Sox and all of that would come in and they would draft these kids further down the line in the first round. And they didn't mind throwing out, you know, that big of a, a signing bonus. So baseball tried to, tried to rectify the situation and so they tried to to slot this money to do that and so when i wrote the article and i said that the a should sue him my premise on that let me just make you understand what it was i assumed that billy bean wasn't an idiot and through what he's done with that market i don't think he's a total idiot but in this case i'm starting to find out after i wrote the contract after i wrote the story he is an idiot He's one of the biggest idiots, and he's got he's getting played, and the A's deserve it. So I everybody that in any message boards were what they thought I was the Oakland A fan. They didn't realize I'm the I'm the Texas Ranger fan. I just I'm a guy that believes in honoring your contracts. I just assumed that when they took him with the ninth overall pick, that they knew that he had planned to play baseball. I know he wanted to go back. He wanted to be the quarterback for the University of Oklahoma, but he had led them to assurances. Now, now things can change, and I get that, that things can change. But after you sign someone, after you draft someone in the first round, you have so long to sign them. Uh, you know, you have 30 days or whatever, a month to sign them. So there's plenty of time to sit down and talk, reassurances and things like that before you end up signing on the dotted line. Once you sign that dotted line, it's done. You've signed them. Now, if you don't get them signed, especially in the first round, I don't know if this goes beyond the first round, but I know in the first round that if you draft a kid, you cannot come to agreement by a certain time, you that you don't sign them. That picks, if you were the number nine pick, that means next year you will get the first pick after number nine. If you're not, you know, you, you'll get a new pick the next year. They'll do that for one year for you. And so had Murray not signed, the A's would have the 10th pick going into this draft right after the ninth pick. And they, they do that on the premise of 30 days so that they can set the slots and be ready to go with what the draft's going to be when it comes in June, the amateur draft. But they signed Murray. So something there convinced them to go ahead and sign him. But what don't people don't realize, and then what I found out, was that after Murray declared for the NFL draft, and if he goes to, to football as a quarterback, he cannot. The A's will not. They'll have a tough time uh, having him play baseball. He's going to have offseason stuff for football. There's no way if he's a top draft pick in football. So they don't. Only, I mean, yeah, everybody's going, oh, well, he's got to give back the bonus. Well, that's fine. you got to give back the bonus. I mean, that that's just, you know, there's no doubt you need to give back the bonus. That's just the right thing to do. But they lose that draft pick. So that because he signed and gave them some sort of assurances, or so I thought, now they've lost not only that, but they've lost a pick, the player. They've lost it all. It was really, it's going to, look, if he signs a football contract, he is going to mess them over. Big time. He is messing over the, the A's, and they, they've made a huge blunder here. Some, and that's why I just assumed that Murray had said something to them to make them think, no problem, don't worry. And I thought there might be grounds there to go back and go, you know what, it's not about the bonus. You owe us more money than that because we have now wasted the draft pick. We don't get, re, re, we don't get compensated for the draft pick. We've lost about whatever that slot position would be in money. So you owe us at least that. Come to find out, Scott Boris, 
And Scott Boris is the one that, that he cannot stand the new CBA. He does not like that they're putting caps on that. You know, Scott Boris wants everybody to 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 get paid everything. The the ticket here in Dallas, the sports radio thirteen ten is always called Scott Boris, the uh, the baseball antichrist. And I gotta tell you right now, I I kind of agree. Um, you know, if I had a kid that was a top talent and was going to be one of the top picks in baseball uh, going into a draft, the guy I would want representing him would be Scott Boris because that guy will, you know, that guy will chill, you know, steal, cheat, whatever he can to get the most money for his clients. And he's got so many clients that he can't just be, you know, collusion can't happen and they can't just – because I'm telling you, if he only had a couple of clients – he would just, most teams would just stay away from him. But the problem is everybody goes to Scott Boris because he does such a good job. But the point of all of this is that, you know, look, nobody can blame Kyler Murray. This is, and I, I think people think that I don't like it. I understand leverage. And I understand his father got screwed over by the NFL after he decided after however many 90 days that he wasn't going to go play. He got drafted out of high school, wasn't going to go play baseball. He ended up going to Texas A&M, had a good year at A&M his junior year, declared for the draft, and nobody took him. And uh, he claims to this day that the NFL boycotted him because of what he did to baseball and what he did to, I believe the Reds were the one that drafted him. I'm, I may not, I'm, that's not 100% certain. But, uh, you know, and, and nobody ever takes this into account, too. It's real easy to say the NFL boycotted him. Do you have proof? Or were you just a big enough headache that the NFL didn't want to mess with you? Um, you know, the, you, you could call it collusion, but if nobody wants to take a chance and draft you or bring you in, you know, that could just be 30 teams that say, you know what, I just don't want to mess with it. Um, that's not necessarily collusion. That's just maybe you've set something up where they don't necessarily trust you. Um, you know, the, the, the A's... After reading this, apparently Boris put it into the contract that uh, when he got Murray's deal signed for the A's that, hey, he was going to play for the University of Oklahoma. You had to let him play for the University of Oklahoma. And there was nothing in there that said you have to commit to coming back to the A's if you sign this deal. Nothing to that because wording means everything. So Kyler Murray's totally within his right to do exactly what he's doing. But I'm going to tell you right now, he... If he signs, well, forget if he signs or not. Because, uh, first of all, if he, sign, if he stays with the A's, he's renegotiated a better deal. Baseball has come together and decided since he was the Heisman Trophy winner that they want him to play baseball. So they're willing to let him sign a major league contract and, and come to spring training. He, he, Scott Boris did get that anyway. He was going to get him to where he got to go to major league spring training uh, right out of college. And he wasn't that great in college. Let me, let me be real honest. He hit 263. He had 10 home runs. The guy's a phenomenal athlete. Phenomenal athlete. I think he's going to totally fail as a quarterback. And I think anybody that takes him in the top 15 is making a mistake. Not because he's not athletic. He's probably the fastest quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, play football. He's got an unbelievable arm. He can throw the balls, but he also has been the beneficiary of some very good offensive lines. And when you're sitting back there for seven or eight seconds, anybody with an arm can hit an open receiver. It's when, when you're pressured, what happens? Well, I think NFL linebackers are bigger and stronger and faster and can run him down. And at five foot nine, that's even shorter than Russell Wilson. And I mean, we're talking Doug Flutie range now, getting down into there. And Doug Flutie didn't make it because. A lot of those passing lanes weren't open. So, but you know what? If he proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. And good for Kyler Murray. But one thing that Kyler Murray has done 
is he has screwed over the dual the dual sport athlete. He screwed him over. Look, this will never ever happen again. If baseball is smart, because I'm telling you now, if you are a dual sport athlete, first of all, that it's pretty much done now. If you're a high school dual sport athlete and you've got offers to go to, to college and play football and you're drafted in baseball, they have talked to you. They pretty much know that you're willing to sign. And if you sign in baseball out of high school, a lot of them, that you there's no way you can go play college football. You go, and then after your contract in baseball, if you don't make it, if it's not been too long, sure, you can go back then and go to college and play and play, but you can't try to do both. You can't play college football and then, you know, try to play minor league baseball in the offseason. It's just it's virtually impossible, especially at the quarterback position. But out of high school, so most of them have made that choice. Who it's really screwed over is the college dual threat athlete. And there's been a few of those. Jeff Samarja. Jeff Samarja was an all American uh Wide receiver at Notre Dame, but he was a better baseball player, a better pitcher. And, uh, you know, so anyone that's like Todd Helton. Todd Helton was a starter quarterback for the University of Tennessee. The Todd Helton that played for the uh, for the uh, uh, Colorado Rockies. And he was the quarterback, starting quarterback for Tennessee. Um, but this will never happen again. If you are a dual sport athlete and you get drafted out of baseball, at, I think the, the number one prospect in baseball right now if I'm not mistaken, uh, for this coming up draft, is the catcher out of uh, Oregon State. I think he's the number one, and, and he's a catcher, but I think he plays football. And uh, but this one, like, So if he's drafted in the top ten pick, you can rest assured that they're going to say you can't go back and play your senior year of football. Or you can, no one's going to allow you to do that ever again. They're, they won't allow it. They're saying, and if you can't get to it and you don't agree to not go play football again – and you don't agree to go ahead and sign and get started and do that, then they won't sign you, and they'll just re-up and get a new pick the next year. It it's done. That leverage is done. So Boris and what he and what Murray have done, which is good. Hey, they're they're capitalizing on it. But I promise you, no college dual sports stud will ever ever sign a baseball contract. This is my opinion, by the way. Sign a baseball contract and then. Go back and play another year of football. It'll never happen again. Baseball executives won't allow. Not if they're a top pick. Not if they're a first. If you are a first-round baseball prospect and you cannot convince teams that are talking to you that you are not going to play another year of football, you will slide. You are going to slide to where they're not going to worry about whether they can sign you or not. So that first-round bonus money you're all excited for, you're either going to have to commit that you will not play football again, or you're not going to get drafted in the first round because anybody that drafts you is an idiot. Because if they sign you and then you back out of the deal, they're going to lose the draft pick, and they're not going to do that again. So as much as, you know, Boris has, Scott Boris cannot stand this. They did this with the, uh, you know, used to international free agents were just, allowed to come over and sign and you they could go try out for all these teams and then these teams would they would be like free agents and you could sign these deals and Boris loved that you know that's what he wants well a lot of these small market teams didn't have the dollars to do that so they couldn't go and sign these kids you know these these the the, the hottest prospect in the Dominican at 16 they couldn't go sign them because those bonuses were kind of out of their budget and the big league team well now they don't do that now they give you this certain amount of budget money to go do that that's how the Rangers got you know J.P. Martinez is because 
Uh, and you know, and a lot of people were a lot of people compared Kyler Murray to Shohei, Shohei Otani. And uh, I misunderstood the Shohei, Shohei Otani thing, but so basically he's under he's got a major league deal now, but he signed what was equivalent of a minor league deal. So when he in Japan, if you're under the age of 25, you cannot if a team posts you, you can only sign for international slot money. And the CBA does that, where you can only sign unless you unless you come out of high school, get drafted in Japan, and come over here. But if you go play and you're under the age of 25, my understanding is you you've got to sign for this. And that's why Shohei Otani. There were a lot of people thought the Rangers had a chance on him because at the time they had the highest amount of bonus money, and he was only going to get the bonus money, and then he was going to have to play for the league minimum. Everyone pretty much knew he was going to be a major league baseball player right out of Japan. Uh, you know, a dual uh, a, a pitcher and a a uh, position player, which over DH. So that's why the American League was really on everyone's radar on that because he could DH. They weren't going to put him in the field. They were going to make him play DH. But anyway, Shohei Otani, um, he signed a deal, and, and they tried to kind of compare it to him. All of a sudden, he signs his deal, and then all of a sudden he says, well, I'm not reporting, and I want to sign a major league deal and do that. Now, He's not technically eligible for more money until his arbitration. So he's got, a, like a minor league player, it, it's all adjusted by your age and how much time of service you've got that you start getting into arbitration, you go to arbitration and you get your raises. And he'll get his raise, and he'll probably get extended uh, probably, I believe, next year. This year would be kind of stupid to do it because of the arm problems. But he'll get extended and he'll make his money. But it, it was a little different than Murray, who had never, obviously wasn't going to be in the major leagues, obviously was, and he is now reneged out of the deal and he's gone back and and the a's have essentially they're having to come to the table and try to offer a major league deal and make promises and assurances i'll tell you right now billy bean screwed this up scott boris is has is getting his way in which he is loving this because he's trying to find any avenue to have leverage and leverage is a game that people play let me be honest this has always happened people are going to try to get leverage that's called negotiation Remember John Elway? I mean, if any of y'all don't remember John Elway, he was the Stanford quarterback, was going to be the number one overall pick. He was the consensus number one overall pick. But the Baltimore uh, Colts were the number one team on the clock, and he didn't want to play in Baltimore. And so he declared for the Major League draft, too, or the the, the baseball draft, and was taken in like the second round or something, uh, signed for about 150 grand for the Yankees, and said either trade – Trade my rights, or I'm going to play baseball. And he that was his leverage. And he went and signed with the Yankees, went and played a year of A-ball. It was a good baseball player, too. Um, and so he went and did that, and then they finally traded his rights to Denver so that he could come back, and he became the John Elway that he is. But that was, that was his only recourse for that. That's leverage, using the leverage you had. Um, you know, look. When you declare for a draft and you get drafted and you sign your deal, I've always been a guy that thinks if you sign a contract, you honor your contract. Now, don't be, don't get me wrong. If, 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 you, if you sign a contract, you're in the middle of your contract. You are killing it. You are doing unbelievable in that. I don't think it's a problem whatsoever for you to approach the team and have the team try to sit down and renegotiate your deal and try to get a raise. There's nothing wrong with that if both sides want to sit and do it. But if one, if the team decides they don't want to do it and they do not want to sit down and talk to you and they just want you to serve out your contract, guess what? You're serving out your contract. And you know what? 
Nobody's fault. Nobody stuck his gun to your head and made you sign the contract. You signed the contract that was on the table. You took the deal. Yes, you probably deserve more money, but unless the team really wants to, to do that, um, they don't have to. So, I mean, that's just, that's just the reality of the whole thing. So, anyway, I'm getting on my soapbox there talking about that. Look, there's, there's you know, in the high school, the, the Rangers have gone through a lot of, Jamie Newberg wrote a wonderful article about it, the dual threat athlete. We've got some dual threat, uh, sorry, dual sport. Dual sport athlete. Bubba Thompson was a dual sport athlete. Bubba Thompson was a quarterback that was, and a lot of scouts have talked about it. These dual sport athletes will come out of high school, they'll pick baseball, and a lot of your dual sport athletes really struggle with the bat. If they're not a pitcher, they struggle with the bat. And uh, because they haven't played enough baseball or they haven't worked at it enough because in the offseason, in football, they're not concentrating on baseball. They're playing, you know, Bubba Thompson made the decision right away. Uh, and it's a really interesting story the way he said it. He was he was sitting there and he was watching Ohio State or somebody play. Someone just got nailed. The quarterback got nailed. And he said, that's never going to happen to me. He was sitting with Don Welke, one of the old Ranger scouts. And uh, Welke knew then that this was a kid that was going to play baseball. He had dedicated it to baseball. And, hey, Bubba Thompson is probably the best outfield prospect we got. And he's, he's killing it. He's doing well. And But he, was, he had a chance to go play football. Uh, Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer was an All-American baseball uh, football player. He was Florida State, I believe, it offered him a full ride. He was from Minnesota. Uh, he was he was a dual sport, but he he said baseball. He was number one overall pick. And see, now back then, before the slot money deal, he knew he would sign for less. And Minnesota took him with the number one overall pick, even though he was not slotted to be the number one overall prospect. But they knew they could get him signed. So they signed him. Look, he went on to possibly a Hall of Fame career. I mean, I mean, Joe Maurer's been a stud all these years. He's a wonderful catcher, big kid, just hit the ball well. Didn't he? Didn't crush home runs. He didn't hit a lot of home runs. Man, his average was always above three. I mean, he he put the ball to all fields, put the barrel on the bat. He was just unbelievable behind the plate. He was great. He ended up later years, knees got bad, started playing first base, but. But uh, retired with Minnesota. He's a folk hero there, but he was another one. So the, these kids, though, the high school kids usually have to make a choice. But if you are a dual sport uh, a dual sport college stud in baseball and you play football and you're a stud in football, guess what? you got to choose now. Major League Baseball is not going to draft you in the first round unless you guarantee that you are not going to play football again. Now, if I'm wrong, that – that GM for that baseball team might be the dumbest human human being ever. Because I'm telling you right now, Billy Bean's got to be sweating it out right now, feeling like an idiot. That's why I thought that that they might have grounds to sue Murray. I thought there had to be some inclination. He had to have something must have told him, "Hey, you don't have to worry. We can sign this deal. I don't need to say that I'm not going to play NFL or whatever. You can be rest assured. Baseball's my future." That's the way it's going to be, and Bean did it. That's what I figured, but apparently there was nothing there in place. Bean fell in love with, with him as an athlete, fell in love with him as a baseball player. He signed him, and he is sweating it out because there are people that think Kyler Murray could be the number one overall pick in football. I don't think so. I don't think he's a third-round pick, quite honestly. I think he's an amazing athlete. And, you know, yeah, he, somebody in the first round will take him. 
But I don't know if you go late in the first round with the slot money that they do for, for Major League Baseball. I mean, sorry, NFL. I mean, he may not. you got to be a top, you know, a top 15 pick to really make it pay off and get $15 million or something to that effect. I think that's the number that a lot of people have talked about in doing that. But, the, hey, this is, this is bad for the A's right now. I mean, it, it, it looks bad. To lose that pick, yeah, you get your money back. But now you have lost that pick. You had a good year, so your top pick now is going to be in the 20s because you made the playoffs. You weren't one of the worst teams in the league. And that money was just a waste. And you get to tell – I mean, you know, the truth is you still have the rights to him. If he fails at football, you still have the rights to him. But you know what? Coming back from football to play baseball, if you haven't hit in a while, hit a ba- – I mean, look, that, it's hard to hit a baseball. I'm not convinced that Kyler Murray would be a – for sure, major leaguer. Now the A's saw something they love. There were a lot of scouts. It was really interesting in, in in Newberg's story. They were talking about what scouts were saying about Murray in in for the baseball draft, the MLB draft, and a lot of them had him as a second or third round pick in the MLB draft. He just he was amazingly athletic. He was fast. He did barrel up the ball. He did good. He had a little pop in his bat. He only hit two sixty three, but. Uh, you know, they said signability was an issue. They knew he wanted to play football. They wouldn't have taken the chance. And I'm reading all of this after I've gone on and said that the A's ought to sue him. But now, I'm telling you right now, the A's may have made the dumbest mistake, one of the biggest blunders ever. Now, they, this is different than drafting someone, signing them, and them just being a bust. That happens to everybody. Everybody will sign someone it's a bust. But, boy, you talk about pinning all your hopes and dreams on a kid and listen Kyler Murray has he doesn't have he doesn't have anything in his in his uh history that says that he's a committed guy I mean he goes to Texas A&M he doesn't get the starting job so he leaves I mean that's the day and age of what we live in they got this new transfer portal for college football where these kids are you know they don't get what they want they up and leave so you know, Murray's dad has been coaching him, and they've played it brilliantly. i got to be honest with you. They've played it brilliantly. I disagree with it. I think he's totally in the wrong. I think he has the – look, it's good for me as a Ranger fan if he's not playing for the A's because the kid seems to make magic happen every time he's on a field. So I could imagine that he would haunt us. He'd be someone like a Chris Davis or something and, and haunt us. But, um, you know, I don't see it. But and, and hey, I've been wrong before. I, I have said all along when I saw him. I saw him play in high school. Uh, my daughter was a cheerleader for a school that played against Kyler Murray, and so I saw him play twice. And look, he was far and away the best athlete on the field. It wasn't even close that he was the best athlete on the field. But he also had five D one linemen sitting in front of him on a high school football team in Allen, Texas. They were all. They averaged about 285 pounds. They were all 6'3 to 6'6. I mean, the, he would set back there with all the time in the world to throw the ball. And then if it wasn't open, he was faster than everyone on the field. So, what he did in college, imagine that against athletes. I mean, people that aren't athletes. I mean, these linemen were going against 220 pound defensive linemen or 200 pound linemen that were, you know, 5'11, 200 pounds. 220 linebackers that were, you know, 5'9", 200 pounds and, you know, running four seven forties. They didn't stand a prayer. This kid ran all over them. So when he got, you know, when he left, I said, yeah, he's a great athlete. He'd be good for anybody that takes him. But I'd like to see him when he doesn't have, you know, 15 seconds to throw the ball and the athletes on the field are as fast as him. Well, he did good for Oklahoma, and he could run the ball good. NFL linebackers are faster, just quite honestly. 
So I, I don't know. It'd be anxious to see, but he's only 5'9". I think it's a big mistake. But all right, that's the, that, that's the podcast for today. I wanted to get this out here. I think Kyler Murray has basically, the, the, we wanted to address the Kyler Murray issue. Kyler Murray has declared for the NFL draft, the Oakland A's. Um, they are sweating this thing out. But I tell you right now, for the dual sports stud in college, it's over. Uh, you will be, you will not be drafted in a top, you as a baseball player, you will not be drafted as a top of first round baseball talent unless you have given assurances and you promise in your, and it'll be in writing now that you will not play football anymore. So this thing that Kyler Murray did where I'll sign the deal and then I'll run, I think Boris is trying to find clients now that maybe he can do that, that with, they're not going to go in the first round. These kids will be signed later. And because uh, they're unless you give them an assurance, you're not going to play football again. Uh, this won't ever happen again. That's how you learn lessons. Uh, they probably need to readjust the, the CBA. They need to adjust the bonus packages for that first round picks. I mean, I, I understand what Boris wants and Boris is, is doing with his job. But I think they've screwed over the dual sport athlete. So wanted to get this out here. For everyone that's been a part of this one, I totally appreciate it. Like I've said over and over, if you disagree with me, you got to get in touch with me. Go to uh, at uh, Rangers Nation Pod on Twitter, at Rangers Nation Pod. Let me have it. Tell me why I'm wrong. Call me an idiot so we can talk about it. If you haven't found us, at, at, uh, you know, this will be posted on uh, DallasSportsNation.com. Uh, DallasSportsNation.com. It should be on there by tomorrow. When you're listening to this now, you're knowing that, that – uh, that, that I want to be confronted. I want you to address me. Let's get into this. I'm going to be out of town this weekend, but I'll be watching the phone. We can get into an argument if you don't agree with me. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate, every, appreciate everybody that's listened, to everyone that's been a part of this one. Thank you again. And like I say at the end of every show and every article I ever write, nerd out. <laughs>